It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Breaking news, everybody. If you haven't heard by now, it appears BYU has a new starting quarterback. You are locked on, Cougars. I'm Jay Catch, your host here on this daily podcast covering all things BYU for you. As you just heard, it appears that BYU does have a new starting quarterback. Jay Drew from the Salt Lake Tribune announcing earlier today on the Salt Lake Tribune's website and also on Twitter that according to sources close to the program that freshman Zach Wilson will start this Saturday against Hawaii for the Cougars when they take on the Rainbow Warriors. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the new transfer rule in NCAA taking effect early next week, how it could potentially help or affect BYU and also in the final uh, segment we'll get to some other programs in Provo with quick hits. Once again thanks for downloading the show. If you're new welcome on in. My name is Jay Catch. I'm the host of this podcast. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah as their BYU beat reporter covering all things Cougars for you each and every day here on the program giving you opinion, insight insider information, breakdowns pretty much my idea with this podcast is to give you everything thing you need to know when it comes to BYU. So we'll keep you updated each and every day, and thanks for downloading the show. All right, as you heard at the top of the show right there, Jay Drew, Salt Lake Tribune, reporting that uh, we'll have a new starting quarterback for BYU. I can... um, I can say with uh, some authority as well that I have also received word that it is going to be Zach Wilson starting for BYU. Maybe me and Jay are talking to some of the same sources, but BYU will have a new starting quarterback this Saturday. I'm excited. I think this is going to be a good thing for BYU. See what Zach Wilson offers the Cougars. He's only seen mop-up duty in two games to this point in the season. And there's no slight here. Let's start off. Okay, first off, there is no slight from me towards Tanner Mangum. In my opinion, he did exactly what the coaching staff wanted him to do. He went out, he led them to two wins over P5 programs against Arizona and, of course, the upset of Wisconsin. He played relatively well, mistake-free in those in the wins the BYU had. Those would be the wins over Arizona, Wisconsin, and McNeese State. But critical errors in other games by Tanner Mangum led to BYU struggling in their losses. You can think just back to last week. Having the interception return for a touchdown early on in the game really set the tone for the Utah State loss. He had the couple of interceptions against Cal that really affected BYU when they try, were trying to get back into that game. Washington had issues as well. The strip sack a week ago, uh, this past week against Utah State as well, was just an absolutely gargantuan error. Something you cannot have as a senior quarterback. So. I think this BYU coaching staff has seen what Tanner Mangum has offered. I am, I'm, I'm, they're very appreciative of the work he's done, but they feel like Zach Wilson at this point can give them the best look. They want to win games. Let's be honest. Coaches in college football are in this to win games because guess what? You win games, you keep your, jo- you keep your job. So BYU coaches, they understand that, hey, they're under the gun. They've got to produce. They feel like Zach Wilson is their best shot to have success this season, and so be it. 
Officially, though, out of BYU, there is no word. So here you go. Here is Jeff Grimes yesterday. You'll hear one of my coworkers, the guy that hosts my, uh, the host the show that I work on daily, David James and Patrick Kinahan, DJ and PK in the morning. You'll hear PK messing around with him very quietly. You won't hear it completely, but you'll hear him messing around with Jeff Grimes as Jeff Grimes address Jeff Grimes addressed the quarterback situation yesterday after practice. Um, as with any position, there's a possibility that we could uh, start a player that has not started. And so, yeah, there's a possibility that Zach could start, but we're not making a statement at this time. What about the quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a vet. <laughs> I just did the same thing with the Cougar Club, so I got warmed up for this already today. There you go, Jeff Grimes, having some fun, but the official word, as you heard him say, we're not making an announcement when it comes to the quarterback position. I completely understand why BYU is doing this. Keep Hawaii in the dark if at all possible. But the thing is that word has been circulating throughout this week, rumors of the fact that Zach Wilson was starting. Family members are being told, I'm sure, by players, and that word filters out from there. So the coaching staff's not uh, they're not going to bury their head in the sand and say, nobody knows what we're doing with quarterback. They understand that. Patrick Kinahan, who I work with, as I mentioned here at The Zone Sports Network reporting this morning himself, that... He, everything he had heard and indicated to him that Zach Wilson was going to start. Jay Drew confirming it. I also uh, can add my two cents for whatever they're worth that it is going to be Zach Wilson starting this Saturday. And that should be exciting for BYU fans. And I think you'll see a, a bigger crowd Saturday night at Lavelle Edwards Stadium on what's expected to be a rather chilly October night. There'll be more people on hand because they want to see this freshman in action. They want to see Zach Wilson and what he can offer to their team. What I, what I take away from Zach Wilson's play is word uh, from people like Riley Jensen. Riley Jensen, of course, is a high school coach. He coaches at Alta High School, which is the rival of Corner Canyon where Zach Wilson played. But he also runs the highly successful Mountain West Elite camps, also is a helper with the All-Poly camps that Alemateo also runs. And Riley Jensen has been paying attention to Zach Wilson for as long as anybody I know and he's very high on what Zach Wilson can offer to BYU. So I'm going to play a clip here. This comes from DJ and PK in the morning. Riley Jensen is a guest on the show each week to talk football. He was asked about Zach Wilson and what he can offer. And the question that was posed to him was, at that time we didn't have the report that uh, Zach Wilson was going to start. But PK posed it to him that it sounds like and everything indicates that Zach Wilson's going to start. And what was Riley's impression and what were his thoughts? So Here's Riley Jensen on what he makes of Zach Wilson and what he offers to BYU. Well, Zach Wilson is, is a highly talented individual. He's certainly got the mindset of a starter. I've said since the very beginning that Zach Wilson will be a starter at BYU. I just don't know when. Um, if they feel like his mind is in the right place and that he can start games and win games for them, then then he, he brings a lot to the table. It's not – I mean, I – I just think he has a natural throwing motion. I think I think a lot of things come natural to him, and I also think he's a natural athlete. Uh, he's someone that's going to be able to buy more time in the pocket. He's going to be uh, the type that, that understands that running within the context of the offense is important. Look, he played under coach Eric Kerr at Corner Canyon, who I have a lot of respect for. 
And um, the difference between when he played for Eric Kerr his senior year and other years in high school was that he ran within the context of the offense. And I think I think that made him into a big-time college prospect when he started understanding that it's not about making a football game into a backyard game where you run around because you're the best athlete and then you can point guys and tell them where to go and those sorts of things and then throw the ball in the end zone. The thing that was impressive about Zach Wilson's senior year at Corner Cannon is his ability to take a three-step drop, throw it on time, throw it on the money and throw it accurately, even though he's very athletic, and then taking the runs within the context of the offense. When he does run within the context of an offense, he's deadly. And so if they feel like, and, and if, you're, you know, if your gut feeling or your sources are correct about him starting, I think that's what he brings to the table is he, ha- he adds an extra amount of athleticism to the position. And I also think he's a more—he's more of a natural thrower. I think there's a lot of things that he brings to the table that are really good. There's Riley Jensen on with David James and Patrick Kinahan, DJ and PK in the morning on 97.5 FM, 1280 AM in the Zone Sports Network. Appreciate each and every one of you who also tuned into that show as it is my day job, but it's fun that I can bring stuff together with that. But you heard Riley there. He is very high on what Zach Wilson can bring to BYU. And like I said, this is a this is a move the coaches are making at BYU because they believe Zach Wilson can help them win games. There's a future play at hand that we've talked about on the podcast earlier this week. I was also of the opinion that BYU may want to play him here and there against Hawaii, then spend the bye week getting him ready, and then let him loose against Northern Illinois. But they feel like, okay, let's let him go play against Hawaii, get his feet wet, and then we'll fix things during the bye week ahead of the Northern Illinois game. Coaches aren't dumb. They're paid big salaries for a reason because they have to make hard decisions. I'm expecting that BYU knows what they're getting into. They feel comfortable with what Zach Wilson has done in his time on campus. He, of course, is an early enrollee, went into school there in January. He's been through spring ball with the install of this offense under Jeff Grimes. He went through fall camp. He barely lost out in fall camp, according to people I've talked to getting the starting job from week one. So they are very comfortable with what Zach Wilson can bring to the table, what he can offer to this team. And that should be exciting to BYU fans. We'll see what happens Saturday night. As you all saw against Utah State in that drive that he led down the field, um, some people have noted that it was a lot of the first string defense for Utah State. So he played against Utah State's best defenders who, let's be real, they probably were taking it easy because they knew the hand the game was in hand at that point. But Zach Wilson did drive the f- drive the team down the field. Six plays, 77 yards, capping it off with a touchdown pass to Gunnar Romney. He looked good, and we'll see what happens Saturday night when he is the man, when he's out there for the first snap of the game with the game in the balance. It's his time to shine. He's got to go out there and prove it, and I'm excited to see what shakes out because I'm very excited with what Zach Wilson can offer, his skill set, his arm, his mobility. 
He's got all the tools to be a successful quarterback. Now, when he is the man, as a true freshman in the seventh game of his collegiate career, how will he perform? We're all about to find out Saturday night, and I'm really excited for it personally. Let me know what your thoughts are. Hit me up on Twitter at Jacob C. Hatch. You also can hit up the show at Locked On Cougars. Let me know what you think of the move and if it's the right move. I, I want to hear if you guys think that Tanner Mangum should be given should have been given. I guess a longer leash than he was. We'll see. Let me know what you think. Hit me up. You also can go to Facebook, our Facebook page there, Locked on Cougars. Or if you want to drop me an email, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. All right, we'll take a time out here. We'll come back. We do need to talk about a potential avenue for BYU to both add and potentially lose players via the new NCAA rules that take effect next Monday. We'll talk about that next. Before we do that, though, I do want to talk to you guys about Sling TV. A lot of you have heard about cord cutting, and I am a cord cutter. I'll admit that straight up front here. What it is with cord cutting is you have no contracts. That's what Sling TV, one of their biggest perks is there's no contract. You can cancel at any time. There's no useless channels, no hidden fees. $30 a month will get you all the college football channels you need to watch the Cougars. That includes ESPN, the Pac-12 Network, SEC Network, and more. You can stream them on your big screen and all of your favorite devices, phones, tablets, everything. It is the best way to watch college football. Sling TV is offering a seven-day free trial to locked on listeners you can go to sling.com slash locked on that's s-l-i-n-g dot com slash locked on check it out guys cord cutting may be the answer for you as it's been the answer for me so check it out that's sling.com slash locked on all right ncaa transfer rules next you're listening to locked on cougars on the locked on podcast network it's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Welcome back. This is Locked on Cougars. My name is Jay Catch. Thank you for taking the time to download the show. We're available on all your podcatchers, whether that be Google Play, the Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher. You can find us everywhere. Please share with your family and friends that are BYU fans. Love to expand this audience. And please follow us on social media for updates and all the latest when it comes to the podcast. You can find the show on Twitter at Locked on Cougars. Same name for Facebook, Locked on Cougars there. If you want to email the show with any questions, concerns, or if you want to advertise with us, please let us know, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Fantastic rates get you taken care of. We've got companies like All Guard Pest Control who are with us. We'd love to have anybody else that's interested on board to help build your brand. All right, talking for a minute here. There's a new uh, 
transfer policy that goes into effect next Monday. And I meant to talk to, about this actually earlier than just currently. It kind of snuck up on me, I won't lie, though. I was reminded about it listening to Hans Olsen and Scott Gerard. Hans saw a column that he saw online and was talking about this. And there's a new rule that goes into effect October 15th that allows Division One student-athletes to have the ability to transfer to a new school and receive a scholarship without asking their current school for permission to do so. Currently, you have to let your coaches know that you have an intent uh, to transfer. They have to release you from your national letter of intent or your scholarship and allow you to transfer. This new rule that goes into effect Monday allows student-athletes to do it. They don't have to tell their school they're doing it. Um, with it, what it is also, though, it requires that when this uh, system allows a student to inform his or her current school of their desire to transfer, then it requires that the school enter the student's name into a national transfer database within two business days. Once the student-athlete's name is in that database, other coaches are free to contact that individual. There's no having to uh, keep up with people. You, ju- you just handle it straight out. That's the biggest thing about it. So it, very interesting to see how this is going to play out because this is both going to be a boon and a curse to college football programs. I think a program like BYU could benefit from this. Kalani Satake and his staff, his recruiting people can go to uh, social media and to this database and look up uh, players that are looking to transfer, look at the information in the database and get in contact with them. I know that a lot of people say that BYU needs to pursue running backs for next year. They'll also say that they need to find a linebacker or two. This could be an option for BYU to fill stop gaps when it comes to recruiting high school students. And maybe you feel like, okay, we need like a year or two from a guy to gap between a player to maybe a recruit that you're bringing in that you don't think is going to be ready quite, quite ready right away. Excuse me for the faux pas there. But the the situation around this is also players that are disgruntled. Let's say you bring a recruit in, he comes in with stars in his eyes, thinks, okay, I'm going to be the guy. And then six games into his college career, he's seen the field for two or three plays and says, yeah, I'm done. I'm out of here. Well, he doesn't have to inform the, the school that he's transferring. He just tells, well, he just, he, he lets the school know, Hey, I'm transferring. He doesn't need to ask permission. He says, I'm out. The school is then required to put his name in this national database and then you could lose a recruit as soon as let's say four months from the time he shows up on campus or even sooner than that they can transfer whenever could be after one game it could be during fall camp it gives the student athletes the freedom to pursue their educational possibilities also playing their sports it allows them to do what they feel is in their best interest but a program like BYU and let's be real BYU's recruiting strategy is hampered by two things academics and the honor code I think a lot of student athletes later in their career realize what the honor code's uh, tenants inside of it actually are. What they see is, that, oh, hey, this is actually not so bad. This is actually a benefit to me. I'm not having to. Work, I'm not out there drinking. I'm not hanging, carousing with women. I'm not out there doing the things that would distract me from playing my sport. BYU had a run at Leighton Bronco Mendenhall's tenure under former director of player personnel Jeff Martin's leadership where they were pursuing graduate transfers. 
Uh, you can think of guys like Harvey Jackson, Jordan Leslie. They came in and they were good players for BYU. But most importantly, they came in and understanding what the honor code was all about and realizing, hey, this is actually a good thing. It keeps the distractions away from me and allows me to play my sport and focus on that solely. So hopefully BYU can utilize this database to help the program and minimize losing guys also via this new transfer policy. Like I said, it goes into effect October 15th. There's been a lot of talk about graduate transfers with red shirts. Kelly Bryant comes to mind from Clemson. Well, this is a whole nother deal now. And the, the, the situation revolving around this is that database now. Any coach, once a student-athlete's name goes into that database, that student-athlete can be contacted by any coach nationwide. 130 um, FBS programs hundreds of programs just nationally at at various levels, FCS, D2, D3, NAIA, and you're going to allow these student-athletes to be contacted by these coaches. There'll be lots of suitors for student-athletes, and they're going to have their choices to make to where they're going to play. But as a program, BYU is going to be very careful to straddle the line between, okay, we want to pursue guys using this database, but we also want, want to minimize our losses via this transfer proposal. I'm interested to see how many guys declare they're going to transfer mid-season. I wonder if it'll affect maybe more postseason but it'll be very interesting to see how this shakes out because it's a brand new policy of course you're going to see stories breaking Monday and throughout the next couple of weeks following this rule going into effect on October 15th but keep an eye on this I'll be sure to report back on it as I see stories um, come out about it but I'm very interested I think it could be a help for a program like BYU with academics and the honor code because older players seem to understand hey it's not all about partying when you go to school. It's about buckling down and playing my sport. So I'll keep you updated on this. I'm very curious on how it plays out. Let me know your thoughts. Do you think this is a good thing or a bad thing for college football? Is it something that can help BYU? Hit me up on social media. Jacob C. Hatch is my Twitter feed. You also can follow us on Facebook, Locked on Cougars there. Also, the show's also on Twitter at Locked on Cougars. And if you want to fire off an email, feel free to do so at Locked on byu at gmail.com all right catching up on the other teams in provo inside the byu athletic department next with quick hits before we go though do need to talk to you about another one of today's sponsors and that is vivid seats vivid seats is an online event ticket marketplace that's dedicated to providing you the fan with live entertainment experiences that'll last you a lifetime you can catch your favorite teams artists or even the best plays and shows you can see the, see them in person plain and simple vivid seats help you find seats to any of your favorite live events and you can do so by using their app they have an app out there that's on google play and also on the app store and when you use the promo code locked on that they have graciously provided to our listeners you can receive twenty dollars off your first order of two hundred dollars or more as a new customer of vivid seats check it out guys it's a great offer of course all vivid seats confirmed orders are backed up by their one 100% buyer guarantee. So it'll take care of you. You don't have to worry about it. You have that peace of mind. Once again, go download the app, Vivid Seats, and use that promo code locked on. Receive $20 off your first order of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Once again, Vivid Seats using the promo code locked on. More next. This is Locked On Cougars. 
It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Locked On Cougars is your daily source for all things BYU, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. Once again, thank you for taking the time to download the podcast today and each and every day. It's a blast to be bringing it to you guys. I believe we're over 40 episodes in at this point. It's been an absolute honor and a privilege to bring it to you. And if you are just discovering the show, welcome on in. My name's Jay Catch. I'm your host here on the podcast. All right, let's talk about some of the other sports in Provo as part of the BYU Athletic Department. It's a segment we call Quick Hits. It's a regular part of the program to keep you well-rounded. I know most of you care about BYU men's basketball and BYU football in particular, but I do want to keep you guys apprised of everything else going on in Provo. BYU men's golf, they're off to a solid start this year. They were down in Alabama earlier this week. They finished in fourth place as a team at the Jerry Pate National Intercollegiate Tournament um, earlier this week on Tuesday. Uh, Peter Quest finished in third place individually. Kind of a disappointing finish for BYU in this tournament overall because they led it early on in, on day one, faltered in the second day, and ended up finishing fourth. But Peter Quest has a good day, finishing third, like I said. All three of his rounds under par. Carson Lundell was off to a fiery start, but he seemed to fall apart on the third day, shooting a 77 in his third round after shooting rounds of 65 and 68. But BYU's back in action later this month. They'll be at the Stockton. It'll be they'll be in Stockton, California, for the Pacific Invitational. That'll be October 25th to the 27th. We'll keep you updated as that gets closer. But for Peter Quest's accomplishments on the on the course this month. He was actually named as the West Coast Conference Golfer of the Month for September. Uh, It's the first Golfer of the Month award for Quest. He had a first place finish at the William H. Tucker Invitational on September 28th and 29th. It was his first WCC honor since he was named to the All-WCC first team and won the conference championship as a freshman in 2017. Quest is part of this young core of BYU golfers that I really am excited about. I'm a big golfer, and Bruce Brockbank's building something here. They're adding another star player in Cole Ponich, who's from Utah, to the mix next year. He played in the Junior Ryder Cup earlier this month. Some of you may have heard of the Ryder Cup one local golfer, Tony Finau, played in it. They actually have a junior version of it. And Cole Ponich was actually able to play in that tournament over there in France. He'll be joining the BYU men's golf program. Players like Rhett Rasmussen, uh, Peter Quest. This core that BYU golf has got, men's golf has got, is very impressive. I'm excited to see what they do going forward because there's a, there's a a there should be a lot of excitement for BYU fans. On the women's golf side of things, Rose Huang, one of their star players, she finished tied for ninth place at the University of Washington at Dean 
Ilan Felt invite that was earlier this week as well. BYU finished seventh overall as a team, so a disappointing uh, finish for the team overall. But Rose Huang, like I said, a top 10 finish for her is a great showing for the women's team. They will be in action later this month as well. They get to go out to the islands, to, to Hawaii. They're going to be playing at the Rainbow Wahine Invitational in Honolulu. That'll be October 29th through the 31st. We'll keep you updated as that tournament draws closer. Hopefully the women's golf team can have a better showing there under Kerry Roberts' direction. A couple other sports to get to real quick. Women's tennis, Anastasia Abramian, Madeline Almeida and Samantha Smith have advanced to the second round of singles play at the ITA Mountain Region Championships that's going on this week in Las Vegas. Best of luck to them. They'll be in their second round action today, I believe. We'll keep you updated tomorrow as how they perform. And I'm here's hoping that they do well. The women's tennis team is a program that doesn't get a lot of attention like a lot of programs at BYU, but they have good players and hopefully they continue to show well. This is a good chance to do it because this is against players from all over the Intermountain West. Finally, an update for you just in terms of games, what you can watch tonight if you're looking for something to watch. There is the BYU women's volleyball team, top-ranked team in the country. They are in action on the road tonight in San Francisco. They're going to face the Dons at 8 p.m. Mountain Time. The game will be broadcast live on the W.TV, so I would encourage you guys to check it out. This women's volleyball team lost a set in their match earlier this week but did not lose the match. Undefeated still on the season and not looking like that's going to change anytime soon. Um, Hopefully you guys don't tune in too late because games like this against the Dons have a tendency to go very quickly for this team for BYU. They're absolutely phenomenal. Well worth the price of admission or tuning in on the W.TV. There you go. That's the show for today. We'll be back tomorrow, Friday edition of the show. Of course, on Fridays, we get you ready for that opponent in football each week. We'll be digging deep into the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors tomorrow. Is Cole McDonald always cracked up to be? What can BYU fans expect to see from Hawaii when they renew renew their rivalry Saturday night? That'll be covered for you right here on the show tomorrow. Thanks again for downloading us. This has been Locked On Cougars for October 11th, 2018. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.